Connect and be blessed by the teachings of Pastor Charles Sinyaba, which will enable you to live a distinguished and supernatural life. Pastor Charles Sinyaba is a young and anointed man of God and preacher of the gospel. He is the head pastor of the Hopewell Revival Church, a vibrant supernatural youth church and the praying family, a non-denominational fellowship on KNUST campus. Have an expectation and prepare your heart to receive from God as you connect to the undiluted word of God. Let's delve into today's message. Amen. Now have your seat quickly. I want to talk to you about God is willing. God is willing. Look at somebody and say, God is willing. Come on, you're prophesying to somebody. Now, for instance, if I walk to this brother and I ask him, what do you want God to do for you, my brother? I want to be prosperous. Hey, what exactly if probably if I'm if I'm God, what do you want me to do for you now? To pass my exam. To pass my exam. So you realize that that is his request. So the moment you look at him, you know what you are prophesying to? God is willing to help you to pass your exams. So now can we do it again? Now you may never know what you're prophesying to your neighbor about, but as you are looking into the eyes of your neighbor, whatever the the problem is or whatever the request is in the heart of the person, you are prophesying and you are telling the person, God is willing. Look into the eyeball. Look into the next the next person beside you. Look at the next person. God is willing. Tap the person. Those who want to marry, God is willing to help you to marry. Those who want to travel, God is willing to make you travel. Those who want to do well in life, God is willing to make you do well. Those who want to break out of sin and become righteous, God is willing to make you righteous. Am I talking to somebody? God is willing to make you what you think. Now, the Bible declares He is able exceedingly, abundantly, or above all we could ask or think. So that means that God has the ability and is willing to do more than what you're asking him for. You ask him for a baby, he'll give you a nation. God promised Abraham, I will give you a son. But out of that son, you become a nation. Let me tell you, I'm not here to encourage you. I'm not a motivational speaker. Problem is mini. I am here to distribute life to your inner man. Let me tell you something. God is willing more than even your mother and your father. God is willing. Look at your neighbor and say, God is willing. In Luke chapter 11 verse 2, Jesus told the disciples, and when you pray, say, our father. Now look at this. And Jesus one day told the disciples, if you be human beings if your children ask you for bread would you give them stones and they said no how much more your heavenly father so you realize that god was comparing himself to our biological parents that if your mother can think of you bringing you to school how much more god if your mother can think about bringing you to school even she being a woman if she can think about oh let me take Sarah to school your mother thought about bringing you to school. But if you get to know the thought of God, it will blow your mind. 
Why am I saying this? The scripture says that now if you want to know the mind of God, study the word of God. Yeah. If you can write it. If you want to know the mind of God concerning your life, concerning your spiritual life, concerning your moral life, somebody will say, does God want me to fornicate? When you study the word of God, God will tell you, don't fornicate. When you are employed in a company, they tell you the rules and the do's and don'ts. Isn't it? Isn't it? And they give you a book. Which will guide you out of evil into success. Am I talking to somebody? If you want to succeed with God, the keys are in the word of God. And any man who carries this, the key of the word, no door can say no to you. And what is the key? Jesus. He said, I am a God when I open, no man can shut. And when I shut, no man can open. Do you know what it means? When I heal you, no demon can bring back the sickness. Unless you don't know Jesus. And unless you don't have a personal relationship with him. But the moment you develop a personal relationship with him, he gives you keys within him. Because in him all things were made and without nothing was made with him. That is why it is very important to build a relationship with God, not with the man of God. Men of God are bridge to help you to get to God. They are not the destination. No prophet, no apostle is the destination. They are bridges to help you to get to the destination. And he gave some prophets, some apostles, some evangelists for the perfecting of saints, for the work. So as a man of God, I'm a pointer to what? The solution. And his name is Jesus. No angel is the center. No man of God is the destination. No angel is the No church is the destination. We are all pointers to one man. He's called Jesus. And that is why today I'm saying God is willing. I didn't say Charles is willing. So that's why one day Jesus told the disciples, with man it is impossible, but with God. So let me tell you something. In this economical crisis, God is willing to prosper you. Do you know that with men, it looks as though things are not selling until you invite God? Is it not in this same economical crisis? I looked at the lady and I said, Congratulations! And suddenly, 8,000 cannabis has been released. So you realize that in the midst of this chaos, in the midst of this darkness, God is still willing to work out a miracle. And I prophesy in the name of Jesus, regardless of the economy of this nation, regardless of the chaos of this world, God is willing to light your world. I prophesy today if you believe in Jesus, may the light of Christ light your crisis. Now, you realize that when Jesus came on earth, he came to reveal the love of the Father to us. Look at that. Listen, I'm not pre- Listen, let me repeat again. I'm a man of God. I have been anointed by God. I did not study motivational books to come and motivate you. Look at Manel. She said she was depressed, thinking she was alone. But don't forget, he said in his word that in the fire I will be with you. Hebrews 13 verse 8. Look at something there. This scripture has ministered light to me to the point that eh, when I'm praying for people, I don't think twice. I swallow your fear with my faith. Because if I'm to say, Ujidia, Apostle, so I use my faith to counter you. Now, let me say this. Ah, listen, 
we are in the season where God is about to show off. I'm, I just like, I'm prophesying to the wrong people. You are in Egypt because God intentionally wants to prove to Pharaoh that all the powers in Pharaoh, they cannot be compared to the power of God. Don't worry about Egypt. God is raising a Moses out of you. Your rod will swallow all the serpents in Egypt. The powers of Egypt will bow to the power of God in you. And I prophesy, may the power of God enter your life. May the power of God enter your family. No matter the problem, no matter the issue, after today, may the Lord take this around. Sit down. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Listen. If I am preaching to you, it means God has appointed you to use you. The reason why your whole family is not here is because maybe probably if you tell them to come, they will not come. So God will release one out of your family to represent the whole family. So God will raise a seed out of Jesse to represent Israel so that Goliath will be shut up. And I command in the name of Jesus, any fear in you that is making you think it is not possible, after today, you are rising with an anointing. You are rising with an anointing. I see some businessmen rising. In the business with your rising, no community can stop you. No family orders can stop you. You are unstoppable. You are unbreakable. You are unusable. You are unstoppable. Your destiny cannot be stopped. Your destiny cannot be stopped. Your breakthroughs cannot be stopped. No power can stop you. No demon can stop you. No force can stop you. Shout, I am unstoppable. Now look at this. Say what read it. Sit down. God is willing. Lamaka. And the people of Israel, when they were in Egypt, they thought God has forgotten about them. But they didn't know God was willing to deliver them. They didn't know God was willing to send manna. They didn't know God was raising a Moses. And I see a Moses being raised in that family. Now, when you look at left, there is no prosperity. When you look at right, there is not, there's nothing to talk about. Listen, don't look at anybody, look at you. And ask yourself, what can be done through me? To the world now the problem is we'll be looking onto uncles and aunties abroad but when you look onto jesus the author and the finisher don't look at any money and listen let me say this one day the lord ministered to my heart instead of rushing to men to tell them about your problem tell god about your problem and he he do you know that god owns the heart of every man and God can whisper to the heart of every man to give you what you're asking for. So instead of running to your uncles about your problems, rather run to God about your problems. And that God will touch your uncle's heart. And today, in the name of Jesus, as we are shouting, Jesus, may help us be released. May doors be opened. I said, may doors be opened. May the Lord release one man. That will be a solution to your problem. I was talking to my brother today. And then we're discussing about his program. He said, also, I have organized programs, but this program, God has helped me. He was telling me about how a son of his came from Accra yesterday and walked to me and said, Papa, this 2000 Ghana said, take it to support your program. From the beginning, anytime I meet him, he's always telling me how God is helping him through men. Listen, but. I don't know, but I feel an energy to prophesy. God is willing to help somebody. You are looking, listen, 
you have trusted your life in the hands of the promises of men but the bible says curse be unto any man who put his trust in the arm of the flesh curse be that secular who puts the trust in the arm of the flesh you are thinking the doctors can save you you are thinking the lawyer can save you you are thinking your uncle can save you but there is no savior apart from jesus he is the miracle worker he is the promise keeper he is the life changer he is the savior of the world and today as we are looking up to jesus the altar wait the altar simply means the one who formed you sit down let me preach and close if god is willing no. don't cry cry you see when you are in prison you may think god has forgotten about you but you may never know that god has gone ahead of you in the palace <laughs> you may not know when you are in prison now if you were to be esther in the beginning you would have thought that god has rejected you but the, now everybody wants to be named esther because we know that she was a favorite girl but before you celebrate the glory of every man look at their story how did they begin what did they do what happened to them in the beginning and what empowered them to go through the storm and that's what david one day said the lord is my shepherd now david was telling us what he has been through that all the things he went through god was still with him and i'm here to encourage somebody and to anoint somebody with those words from my mouth that regardless of what you are going through now god has not rejected you how can a dead man's body raise up a living elisha was dead yet the god in him was not dead can i say this so do you know that it means that once elisha died God was still in the in the in the Obiawawu. God, though the man was dead and was in heaven, yet God was sitting beside his bones. What did I say? He was at the cemetery. He had died and gone. It was only left with the bones. Yet God was with the bones of a prophet in the in the tomb. They threw a dead person in the tomb. The dead person didn't come in contact with the bones. He came in contact with the God of the bones. Can I say this? If God can work through bones to bring back the dead, you are not a bone. Elijah was dead, yet God worked a miracle out of his bones. You are not dead. You are not dumb. You are not deaf. You are not crippled. If I were you, I will get up and walk about and say, I am not dead. I am not deaf. I am not crippled. I am alive. That same God will do something for my life. He will turn things around. I am not here to motivate you. Whatever you are doing is a prophetic sign that God is alive. Sit down. As I'm preaching, angels are changing garments. As I'm preaching, angels are working miracles. As I'm preaching, angels are healing things. Doctors could not even identify in your body. Your bloodstream is being healed. Your finances are being healed. God is pouring many waters to your dry land. And God is turning your desert into a fruitful ground. Now look at this. Jesus Christ is the same. Yesterday. Do you know what yesterday means? Yesterday is the Bible. Who has a Bible? Give it to me. Let me see this. Oh, there's a miracles that will pray in family. Who will be? 
When the Bible says Jesus Christ is the same, yesterday, it means that before you were born, what he did in those days, he, it is Jesus who did it. So Jesus Christ is the same yesterday. Yesterday simply means that the God of this Bible, the Jesus of this Bible, he has no change. What am I saying? The Jesus that took a bread and lifted the bread in the midst of 4,000 people. He has not stopped lifting bread. Now wait. Now the Bible says Jesus Christ the same. The same in what? The same in healing. The same in saving. The same in restoring. He's got to the tomb of Lazarus. My God. Lazarus! Come forth. Jesus Christ the same. Yesterday. Yesterday means in the days of Lazarus, it was Jesus. I, I wish the Bible had said Jesus Christ is the same yesterday. That was all. The Jesus of Lazarus has not changed. The Jesus of the 4,000 people has not changed. The Jesus of blind Bartimaeus, the Jesus of blind Bartimaeus has not changed. Whatever Jesus did in those days, it was for our encouragement that anytime we read the Bible, we get to know that he has no change. He has no change in miracles. He has no change in signs. He has no change in Savior. And today I declare that in the name of the unchanging God, any issue in your life, may they bow to Jesus. May they bow to Jesus. May the results bow to Jesus. May things Jesus the same yesterday so in the days when there was no bread it was Jesus who provided bread in the days when Peter's mother-in-law was sick of fever it was Jesus who entered the house of Peter's mother-in-law held the hands of the mother-in-law now the intention was not to heal her the intention was to help her get up to cook for them to eat she was sick of fever and the fever was the reason why she could not get up to cook when jesus got in there his intention was not for her to be healed his intention was to help her to cook that means that madam there is an assignment for you to do for me this sickness can cripple you. Let me, let me say this. The same Jesus that entered the house of Peter's mother-in-law is still entering houses. He's still entering houses. He's still entering houses. He's still entering houses. He's still entering houses. And he will enter your house today. I don't like... Listen. Do you know why some of you are not shouting amen? Because you think what I'm preaching about is a story. That is why the writer said, See now... Jesus Christ. Who is Jesus? Was it not Jesus who entered Mary and Peter's mother's house? When he got in there, what did he do? He healed the mother. So realize that Peter was not in need of healing, but the mother-in-law was. So probably you may not be in need of salvation, but there was somebody in your house in need of it. So what am I saying? When I say Jesus is entering your house, that stubborn brother of yours who is addicted to weed, the moment you turn and aim, you become a doorway for Jesus to enter. Jesus, the same. Ah, I like this part. The same. The same. The same. The same in what? The disciples had gathered. All the doors were locked. He appeared without knocking. 
he doesn't need to knock to appear. If he did not knock to appear, he doesn't need to knock to appear. If no man who helped him to rise from the dead, he would need no man to help you. He will need no doctor to help you. He will need no man to help you. Jesus can appear and disappear. And today, I prophesy in the mighty name of Jesus, there is a total turn around. Mark 1 40 to 42. Yes, When Daniel Cornella came, he said, I've seen Jesus raise the dead. Though he was not in the days of Jesus, but Jesus is proving himself to Daniel Colonna by raising the dead, he rose when he was in his days. Listen, can I say this? You may not be in the days of Peter, but you can see in the miracles, the days of Peter, Jesus did. Can I repeat it? You may not be in the days of Peter, but any miracle Jesus did in their days, he's still doing them today. Am I talking to somebody? You may not be in the days of Abraham, but the God of Abraham is still our God. So Moses said, God, when I go, what should I tell them? He said, I am that I am. I don't change. I don't change in what? In miracles. I don't change in what? In signs and wonders. Hey? Do you know what Sarah said? Hannah. Someone's mother was Hannah, right? Do you know what she said? Or see, you are the one who lifts a man from the dung hill and sets them among princes. What So that means you can be nothing. But if you get connected to, to the God of Hannah, he can lead you for nothing to something. Hey, and now may person may catch a word and say, God has no change, and therefore he's willing to do what he did. Verse 40. Oh, this is my quiet time. And the Lord said, I am willing. And I said, Lord, to do what? To do what I did. So look through the Bible. What, did, what miracle did Jesus do? You can claim it. He went to a wedding party. It means Jesus has not stopped going to a wedding party. Why? He's the same. The same means that I have not stopped going to wedding parties. So in your wedding, you can invite him. Listen, read it, Sarah. Mark chapter 1, verse 40. Uh-huh. Then a man with a serious skin disease. A man with a serious skin disease. Now, this man is dead and gone. Now, the moment you read the Bible, you put yourself there. So, turn out with a serious medical condition. Uh-huh. Came to him and on his knees. Did not go to Jesus, but did not go to a doctor, but came to Jesus. That's what I'm saying. That whenever you have a condition, go to Jesus first before you go to a man. It is an error to see man before Jesus because he says, seek ye first the kingdom. Now, before you seek the kingdom, you must see the king of the dome. There is every king of every kingdom. So that means see me first before you see any man. And now in the kingdom of God, there are men. Don't assess the men in the kingdom before the king. But the moment you ask the king of the kingdom, he can instruct all the men in the kingdom to help you. Wait. Now, if I'm the king of this church, and if anybody needs help, they must first come to me. 
And when they come, and I can then release Anthony. Anthony, go and help this man. But if the person comes to Anthony straight without my permission, I can tell Anthony, don't help the person. Why? The person did not respect the protocol of respecting kings. So that is why sometimes, whenever there's going to be a major project in Ashantimai, they go to Tunfor and he gives them permission. Now, to, to be given permission simply means that anywhere you go, oh, and Jesus just told me, that is why when I told the disciples, go over to this house, when the man asks you, say the master. Say the master. So who is asking you to buy a car? The master. Who is telling you to travel? The master. And oh, that's what the Bible says. At the mention, every knee must bow, every tongue must confess. And today I declare in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, there is a rising. Sit down. Uh, then a man with a serious skin disease came to him. A man with a serious skin disease came to Jesus. And on his knees begged him. Uh -huh. If you are willing, wait. If you are willing, uh -huh. you can make me clean. Uh -huh. Do you know that many Christians come to God thinking that God is not willing to help them? Now, when the man came, he came with his sickness and his sins. When the man came to Jesus, I can tell you for a fact that man was not a holy man. Am I talking to somebody? So the Bible declares that, and go back, go back. Then a man with a serious skin disease came to Jesus and on his knees begged him, if you are willing, you can make me what? If you are willing, you can make me. Now look at the answer of Jesus, who is God. Now if he said to the man, moved with compassion, he was moved with what? Oh, church. Another name for compassion is mercy. He was moved with mercy. No amount of sin can stand against the message of God. Oh, my sins are too plenty. God will not forgive me. When the man came, Jesus didn't look at the track record of the man's good. He was rather moved with what? Compassion towards the man. Today, may God move with compassion towards you. How many of you genuinely, you were praying and a certain sin came in your mind that God will not answer because of this sin? But when the man came to Jesus with a serious sin disease, he said, Master, if you are willing to look over my... Listen, don't know what this means. If you are willing to overlook my sins, heal me. And he said, I'm willing. And the Bible said he was moved with compassion. That means he was moved in mercy to overlook the sins of the man. But my God. Shall I read it? Moved with compassion, uh -huh. Jesus reached out his hand and touched him. Now, Jesus said, I am willing. I am willing. I am willing. You remember I read a scripture to you. Hebrews 13 verse 8. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Now, he's the same yesterday simply means whatever he said, he's still saying the same thing. So that simply means that if he told the man, I am willing to heal you, he's telling you, I'm willing to promote you. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm trying to say? The same words Jesus uttered to the man who came to him. That is the same word Jesus is uttering to somebody if you come to him.
I am willing to answer you. Now, the man came to Jesus with a skin disease, but you are rather coming to Jesus with a financial problem. And the same answer he gave the man is the same answer he's giving you and your family. I am. Come on. I am. I am willing to heal. I am willing to deliver. I remember when I went to Accra, there was a woman. She said, for years, her back pain and her leg, and I held her hands. I said, do you believe that Jesus can touch us? Let's take a walk. When you walk, come. What? There are types of glory. We have healing glory, financial glory, salvation glory, marital glory. There are types of glory. So any man who decides to walk with God, there's a certain glory he shares. So I held the woman and we started walking. And I said, now let's run. A woman whose knee was hurting, back was wetting. I said, let's run. As we're running, Jesus was healing. Why? He's the same yesterday. He's the same today. When we die and go, when our children come, he will not change in miracles. Now, your ancestors are dead, but you are not dead. May the God of yesterday step out of yesterday into today. May he do a tremendous miracle. May he deliver you from sin. May he break you out from sin. May he save your family. May he save your father. May he save your mother. Shout, Jesus! Touch me. I am. He has not stopped saying it. Do you know that he will not stop saying it till, till the kingdom come? The word I am willing has not stopped. So anybody who comes to him, Lord, are you willing to heal me of this condition? He will say, I am. Lord, are you willing to save my family? I am. Lord, as I'm traveling, are you willing to be with me? I am. Lord, as I'm about to write an answer, are you aware? Ah, 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 my God. Lord, be with me. And he will say, I'm willing to be with you. And that is why David said through the valleys, on the shadows of death, there was a willing God who does not care about the shadows of death. God is willing. Now, God can only will if you ask him. God will not just step in and say, say wow. It was the man who came to God and God said, I am willing. Since you have come to me, it means you believe that I can do something, so I'm willing to do it. Don't sit and say, God will come. You must go to him and say, Lord, are you willing? And hear the answer, I am willing. Lord, I am battling with this sin. Are you willing to deliver me? He will answer you like, I'm willing to deliver because there was a woman called Mary Madeline. She was battling with sin. I saved her and I'm willing to save you. I have not changed. Changing Mary Madeline's and you will not be an exemption. Do you know that any sin we are all battling with today, some people battled it in the days of Jesus. There was a woman who slept with many men, but Jesus walked to her. And Jesus was willing. And Jesus' willingness changed the woman. Your story is not different. Oh, am I talking to somebody? Kwame Taylor! You think God is not interested in businessmen? Job was a businessman. And who was discovering? God. So maybe probably Kwame Taylor will come to Jesus. Lord, are you willing to expand my business? He will say, yes, I'm willing. Do you know why? He did it for Job. If he did it for Job, he has not stopped doing it today. No, listen to me. Anything God did for anybody in the Bible, he has not stopped doing it. He said, I will even do more. 
in the latter days, there's going to be tremendous miracles, signs and wonders. And I see you coming back with a certain strange miracle. How many of you have gotten a revelation that God is willing? God is willing. Any test now. Now look at the testimony of Solomon. Who gave him the wisdom? And in the book of James, he said, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of me. Why do you say, why does he say let him ask of me? Because Solomon asked of me and I gave him. Now, if I can give to Solomon who was in the Old Testament, how much more you, you are bought with the blood? The only thing today, I am admonishing everybody, go to the verse 40. Then a man with a serious skin disease came to him. What is your disease? What is the name of your disease? If you believe you have a problem you can't solve, come to him and he'll solve it. If you believe your family, there is nothing good to talk about. Listen to me. If you can come to Jesus, he is willing to change the story of your family. So God is willing to do it, but are you willing to submit to the authority of Jesus? Are you willing? Are you willing? Look at somebody and say, are you willing? God is willing, but are you willing? I remember when I was at the airport going to Accra, and a woman said, I am willing to sponsor a certain kid brother of mine to, to study in Canada. But the guy said, oh, not now, not now. So you realize that the auntie is willing, but the Bible says in Amos chapter 3 verse 3, two people can never work together unless there is an agreement. In other words, God can be willing to help you, but if you're not willing, God cannot help you. God can be willing to deliver you, to save you, to, 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 to wash you of your sins. But if you are not willing, he can't help you. Amos chapter 3 verse 3. Two people can never work together unless there is an agreement. So that means that unless you agree that you want to be delivered, God can never deliver you. So we have many people singing on the altar, but they are fornicating. We have many people preaching, but they are fornicating. Why? Though they know God is willing to save them. Sorry. demon God is willing to deliver you. Are you willing to receive the deliverance? But the Bible says in John chapter 1 verse 12, as many as did receive him, as many who were willing to entertain him, he gave them power. So as Zacchaeus was willing to chase Jesus, he said, Zacchaeus, come down today. I will spend time in your house. So God can be willing to prosper you, but are you willing to give your offering? So you realize that he told Peter, cast your net here. There is always a net Jesus will tell you to cast before you catch a fish. Did I say something good here? Before you share the testimony of Peter, you must be willing to do what Peter did. That provoked the words of Jesus. What did Peter do? When you do the same, you will see the results of Peter. Luke chapter 5 verse 5. You can even stay here. But to all who did receive him so that means god does not force himself he only tells you if you want he delivers you if you don't want it he moves away he went to his own hometown but they did not receive him they did not what but as many as did receive him he gave them what come on he gave them what so any man who is willing to receive there is a power that will transfer that will be transferred to you power for what power for wealth power to rise the only thing God requires from you is your willingness. My own mind. Luke chapter 5 verse 5. My last scripture. Therefore, God is willing to prosper you. Are you willing to obey him? If you are willing and 
you will eat. So that means God has prepared the food on the table. But you must get out from your room, come to the table. How many of you, your woman, and you say, hey, before we are here, it's Manu we but who never say to anamom bedding. It is question is anamom bedding mean to answer number five. Number one, you must accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. You must be willing to acknowledge Him as your Lord and your Savior. Lord is Master. Now listen to me. When Jesus becomes your Master, He tells you what to do with your pennies. You don't do what you want. So you realize that now. One example in the Bible is a man came to Jesus and said, Are you willing? And Jesus gave him an answer. And you read in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. He's the same yesterday. So that means that the answer he gave to the man is the same answer he'll give you if you come to him. But the question is, are you willing to come to him? And are you willing to acknowledge that he has the power to do what you ask him to do? Why am I saying this? A woman was bleeding for 12 years. She bled for 12 years on doctors. And she realized that her money and doctors could not save her. And now she came to acknowledge that Jesus is the only one who can solve her. So the Bible said Jesus was passing by. And she said, Master. So she made a decision. When she made the decision, God released power. Make a decision, number one, to accept Jesus. Jesus Christ told me, Okra, Ajinkwa, Jinitun. We don't walk with God by feelings. We walk with God by obedience. Yesterday, I went to a certain university. And I told a certain lady, like who knows a son, a brother of mine, said, I'll be coming. She called the lady, Pastor Charles is coming. So she canceled a date with a guy and she met me. My God. When I met her, I said, tomorrow is Sunday. Also, I already have plans, but anyhow, you know, I got to chill. I said, I got to what? <laughs> now, I can be willing to help this girl. But so I'm an okay, can I help her? Now, God is willing to help everybody here. But if you don't allow yourself, God can help you. And we'll be saying, my boss, I'm going to say, what am I going to say? Pastor Alfred is a testimony. I'm a testimony. That if you allow yourself, do you know that when I listen to the top of nature this week, one day the wife asked him, Baby, are you not taking breakfast? He said, No, I don't feel like taking breakfast today. He said, What time will you eat? And he said, This time I will not, like, I don't feel like eating. And the wife said, Okay, let me also join you. One week. So morning, they will not eat, maybe, I don't know, they didn't mention the time. It was they will not eat, maybe, probably if it's a start, they will not eat. They did that for two years. He said when he wake up, he will feel like eating from morning to that time. The, the wife thought it was one month. One week, one month, two months, three months, seven, one year, two years. The man went to America recently to do a, a five days. What's a miracle? Obona Ibi. And you'll be speaking in tongues. And power will be in the atmosphere. What happened? He availed himself and power is flowing. Anybody who followed that conference, he never took them to raise an offering once. He said, I didn't come to the U.S. to take. I came to give. A man from Nigeria. He has built the largest church in the world. Can I say this? God has no special men, but you can avail yourself to become God's special person. Nami Onu, he doesn't have favorite. Do you know that God made Adam first, but Adam failed God? 
Adam could have decided to be God's favorite, but he failed to become God's favorite by disobeying God. So one major way a man can become God's favorite is to obey God. Your obedience and empowers the love of God around you. David is a man after my heart. Are you not a man? Are you not a woman? What made Esther Esther today? Now we are all talking about Esther today because she stood out for something. What did she stand out for? The Bible says she fasted and prayed. And that decision brought a tremendous turn around in his life. Number one decision you must make is to accept Jesus as a Lord. When you are willing to allow him to become the king of your life, he will begin to direct your life. And anybody led by God will always end up in prosperity. Now look at this. Master, give me the verse 4. Let me close. Tell somebody God is willing. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon to Peter, put out your net, your net into the deep and let down your net. So Jesus gave him an instruction. Uh-huh. Verse 5. Master, Simon replied, we have worked all night long and caught nothing. But... He gave Jesus a reason why he was not willing to cast the net. But he said, but at your word, I will do it. Sometimes said, we may have reasons why we don't want to come to church. Today, they don't fear. Master! He said, Charles, you don't know. That's the same excuse we was giving. But he said, master, but. Say but. In other words, don't walk with God by giving excuses. Walk with God by obeying his word. Whatever God says in the Bible is what you should do. Whether it is convenient to you or not. Sometimes uh, when God tells you to do something, now can I say this? God does not command you because it is convenient to you. Now one in his normal mind, who can in his normal mind get up and kill his own son? And then they may be back. God rather spoke to a man, get up and kill your son. Do you think in Abraham's mind he was willing to do it? But because God has spoken, God, in Revelation chapter 22, and after he obeyed God, God made a covenant with him and said, you, because of your obedience, I will do so, so, and so. So listen to me. In order to initiate God into action, obey his instruction. Can I repeat it? In order to initiate God into action, obey his instructions. Any man who obeys God's instruction, you are putting him in action. Why am I saying this? Peter complained, Master, we have tried all night. He was giving excuses. But when you obey the instruction of the Master, now look at this, we have worked all night and caught nothing. But at your word, I will let down your net. But at your instructions, I will obey. Verse 6. Look at what happened when you obeyed. So I'm giving you the number two point, then we close. Kingsley, what do you think? Onyameka said, God is not committed to prospering people who decide to obey him or not. I declare today, may you meet some destiny helpless. I, I said, may you meet some destiny helpless. How you meet them, I don't know. But in the mighty name of Jesus, before the end of November, you meet one man who will become an answer to all your problems. Shout and receive it seven times. Number two. Number three. Number four. Number five. Number six. Number seven. Can I say this? If Jesus did not decline helping the man, he will not decline helping you when you call upon him. If he didn't say no to the man with the disease, he will never say no to you. Remember, Jairus came to Jesus. Can you come to my, my house and heal my, my daughter? And Jesus said, yes, I'm coming. So anybody who says, Jesus, can you be in my house? He will come. Because if he did not decline Jairus, he will not decline you. 
His name is Jairus. Your name is Solomon. Your name is even nicer than Jairus. After today, I see Jesus becoming the king over your house. Let all demons evacuate over your house. Your room will become a place of an encounter. Jesus will be walking into your room. Let your amen turn three times. Number two. Number three. Now, let's read one to go. Wait. When they... So that means there is something you always do that provokes the willing power of God. Yeah, there is something you must do. Number one, you must give your life to him. Number two, you must obey him. Number three, you must serve him. Obey God. If God tells you to come to church, obey. Now, if I own my company and I tell you to come at 8 a.m., now by 9 a.m., I'm ready. Mary, if God tells you to come to church and you decide, Amen. Tell somebody God is willing to help you. Are you willing to accept the help of God? Some of you, the one way God can help you is to tell you to bring your net, cast your net. Your net can be money. Pay your tithe. Give an offering. As you are doing that, God is honoring you. He told Peter, cast your net. So that means there is always a net he will tell you to cast. A net of your life. A net of your purity. A net of your moral life. He will tell you to cast it. You can't just kiss any girl. Obito will kiss mama kumako 25. Kiss mama kumako 25. I don't know if you have a name in the comments. Your body is the temple of God. Nobody has access to your body until they seek the, the permission of the owner. If God has not permitted your penis, it should not enter any vagina. That is why on your wedding day, God is the one to witness your wedding. On that day, not only God, the 24 elders, the angels, they're all to witness. And that's what the Bible says. Let no man put asunder what God. So that a relationship God is the one putting together, not your feelings. After today, any single person who is searching for their partner, may God connect you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Receive divine partnership. When they did this, when they did, they did what? Let's read one to go. When they, uh, so until you do something, your net will never cut any fish. Even though God can do exceedingly abundantly above all you could ask or think, but there is a net you must cast. What are the nets? Pastor Charles, your net of your life, you must cast down your life. For, for if I had not given my life to Jesus, would you have been here? So my decision has assembled all of you. Imagine your decision to surrender your life to Jesus. What will happen to your family? Some of you, when God wants to visit your family, but he's looking for a doorway. And everybody here is a doorway for God to visit your family. God is not only willing to bless you. There is somebody in the family God wants to bless, but he's looking for somebody to use to bless. And decide to be the person. But God can never use a person who has not submitted his authority. You must submit and then be the woman yes.
And I mean, the moment you start doing these things, and you say, and then the the Bible term the moment you start doing that, your life is changing. It is because of preaching. They, they bought flight from ticket. Man of God, where do you want? And the guy bought African well. Navrongo boy. I got there. They came to pick me at the airport. Navrongo, Pongo, and the Baba Pekim and the Zarade, Pongo. But because I accepted Jesus, I didn't know I was signing up for what? Traveling everywhere. They said, Let us welcome the man of God. I said, My God. When I stood there, a woman came to me yesterday. Her husband came to drop me. She said, Man of God, you don't know what your message did to me. I said, Ask my husband. I could not sleep that night because I spoke about being with Jesus. I, mean, I don't preach about anybody. I preach about Jesus. He's the, he's the whole corner. I don't preach about him till I die. You remember? I said, you, I said, you don't know what? And those who went with me to the chariot, chilling. They got a hotel for them, a room for them, a room for me. It's because of me saying yes to God, they got a place to sleep. So anytime a man says yes to God, you are not the only one saying yes to God. But whenever you say yes, you are saying yes to God for your brother, yes to God for your mother. Because of you, your family will be celebrated. When they did this, they caught. When you do some things, you will catch a miracle. What do you do? Number one, accept Jesus. Number two, obey Jesus. Number three, serve Jesus. Exodus chapter 23, verse 25. And ye shall serve the Lord, and he shall bless. You can't just be in church and not do anything. One by sorry now, you don't clean, you don't help, you are not in any choir, you are not in the media. Why should God ensure your life? Pastor Alfred is in the company. I believe in the company. If you are working for a company, they can do insurance for you. Anything that happens to you, they are responsible because they have employed you and they are the ones who are taking care of you. If God has not employed you in his company, he can't ensure your life. But God is responsible for your life when you commit your life to him by working for him. Look at someone and say, what are you doing in church? What are you doing for God? Can I say this? You may not be able to preach like me, but this girl, come. My international journalist, she followed a soul for four years, for four years. He said, And the person says, This girl is the greatest blessing this year in her life. You realize that the lady's life was in shambles. Business in Kuyi, and this lady said, Come to church. She didn't know. She was bringing her to church for God to rather work on her, number one, and work on her business, number two. Now she's receiving orders. As you surrender your life to Jesus, as you obey the words of Jesus, and as you commit yourself in serving Jesus, I see Jesus turning your life around because he's willing. How many of you are blessed today? God is. Look at somebody and say, God, prophesy to the person what you know God is willing to do. Uh-huh. God is willing to use you. God is willing to prosper you. God is willing. God is willing. Tell the person God is willing. Yeah. Any single person, go to that person. God is willing to give you a beloved. Francis, God is willing to change your life with your life for better. I said, walk to somebody and say, God is willing to make you a billionaire. Oh, look at somebody and say, God is willing. God is willing to favor you. God is willing to use you. God is willing to break you through. God is Pastor Frank, God is willing. 
to make you a billionaire man of God. Receive that grace. Yeah. And God is willing to build us a church. God is willing to prosper everybody here. Now, I don't call her man. I call her lawyer. Ask her. Do you know that a man of God, I was, a man of God asked my brother's number and I, I told his name Setinyaba. And I sent it to him. Apostle, but he's lawyer, so attach the lawyer. So I changed my brother's name from Setinyaba to lawyer Setinyaba. Now, the way I relate with Sewa has even, even though she's a daughter, the way I'm relating with her with how God is lifting her. I relate with you according to the liftings of God in your life. That is honor. Yeah, you should know. That's how you get to know that there's a shift. How suddenly people are just talking to you nicely. Big people, it's like, ah, I, I couldn't do it, but now. That's why the Hope and Revival Church is a supernatural church. Nobody will go down in this family. I, I said, I place the mark of greatness on everybody. As we serve Jesus, as we win souls. As, now, listen, look at someone and say, don't come to church alone. Hey, you can just promise God and say, Lord, I will obey the principle of winning souls. And Lord, let me see what you do. Now, you have every basis of telling God, Lord, you told me to bring you, so why haven't you done this? Then God is locked. You see God answering you. Clap for Jesus. Every eye closed. Are you willing for God to save you? Are you willing? Are you willing? You remember he told Peter, cast your net. And I've told you that the net is a type of many things. It could be your life, an addiction, some friends, some relationships. When you cast it down, you will begin to catch many, many fishes. There are fishes waiting for you, but can you cast down your life? There is somebody here. But don't because Jesus is a game changer he will change your life today. Now, if you are addicted to anything, you are struggling with an addiction. Come. I know a Jesus who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He will change your life. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus has not stopped saving people. And he will not stop 
in saving you. I'm not the one to save you, Jesus. I'm counting up to ten. Obedient children, offer it because never now you're born to be a confie. Then a better say ukufia. One, make count ten. Move and come. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Obi biya ojine ni mo biya me besa obi wa kuna ni Yesu kasa. Minim dia wukum. But you are winning by yes, one or say, say, jam, say, a opa, some yare, yes, to catch and say, a yemepe, a yes, to per se, or best some abrabo. But so be do per my amana, or best some abrabo. Those who are addicted to something, God is going to break it now, right now. You are glorious. Just play that. Moment, I want you to be so be a woman, be a woman, be a woman. Forget about yourself, men, general. To me now, yes, now you can watch me about problem. Be open for the next 30 seconds. Ne two minutes be around a bimu. Or bet you off the pony bimu. A soon beara a cattle abrabos or bet you But before that, say this with me, dear Lord Jesus, I come to you just as I am. Today, I've opened up my life. Forgive my sins. Come into my life clean my life with your blood today i accept jesus as my lord my master and my savior say master today i surrender my life to you wash me with your blood wash me with your blood write my name come on shout out. write my name in the book of life from today i am not the same in jesus name God bless you for listening to this message. May your life never be the same as you have connected to the Word of God through his servant, Pastor Charles Inyaba. Connect with the man of God on Facebook and Instagram at Inyaba Charles.